Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, re- I remember. I, it's actually really funny. I was just talking about this with a friend yesterday. Hmm. Um, my freshman year in college, one of my friends, I, ups- I was very upset. I don't even remember what yeah. I was upset about, but I remember him saying this to me, and it made me even more upset. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he goes, Dante, yeah. like, you're very upset right now, but just think about it. Like, think about how many people just work to the weekend, and then they're happy on the weekend. And when he said that to me, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be upset weekend. during five days just to have two days of happiness. Like, exactly. I don't even want to be a happy five days for two days of not being happy. I should be able to be happy every day. And sadness yeah. and, like, bad days will obviously come. But working towards the happiness should be an everyday thing. Like, it shouldn't just... What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another Fire Fire podcast. Again, I just woke up, so if my energy levels are low, it is not my fault. I just woke up, and I and I just gotta let, that, let 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 you all know we have a very very special guest with us today. His he is one of I can already tell I've I've only I've only talked to him for like five ten minutes, but I can already tell he's a really really nice guy, and he has an energy that is unparalleled. Like it's very similar to Taylor's Taylor Williams yeah, energy, and for sure. But but then again, these guys have grown up together, so you expect that. And yeah, Salman, take over. Let, yeah, I mean, if you guys like all the hype that Taylor brought, I think Dante's here to just build on that and take it further. We're loving the positive energy we have going on here. We've got, we're talking about our hopes and dreams, about what makes the world go around. And I think that's all what we're going to speak to with, with Dante today. So Dante, yeah. why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, that was a great What's introduction. Up, so like, Thanks, hopefully buddy. I live up to it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, we tried. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm Dante. I'm a human being. Um, Whoa. I try to be a happy one. Um, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> um, a little bit about myself. Um, I, uh, I like business and I like health. Oh yeah. Um, if I was going to say three things about me, it'd probably be wake up every day with a smile, <laughs> go chase that money and then, uh, get a good night's rest. <laughs> wow. That's Dude, I feel like you're Dante. out of one of those like magazines. You see it like a Whole yeah. Foods when you're leaving, and it's like Dante's three tips for uh, a healthy, life. happy, successful life. Yeah, dude, Dante. <laughs> do you know what's fucking crazy to me is that people don't even get the first part right. People don't even wake up with a smile. People don't even wake up thinking that you know they're grateful to even be alive that day. People just yeah. have you know, but then people just have so much shit going on there in, in their lives, and and their mindsets are always skewed towards the negative. The fact that you're already starting your day with a smile, with a positive outlook on life, with you, know, with a, a very go-getter, go-getter mindset, that is very, very, you know, impressive to even begin with. So, good job Thank on you. that. And how do you achieve that? Like, like I'm sure there's a lot of people over here who, you know, might not feel the same way. So, how does one shift yeah. their mindset towards a more positive one and, you know, get their life together? Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, like. When you think about it on like an evolutionary um, standpoint, like I believe in evolution and Mm -hmm. I think like throughout humans, human nature, you almost are like have to be negative. Like you have to be worrying about like a predator. You have to be worrying about your next meal. You have to be worrying about 
this, that, this, yeah. that. And now we're finally living in a society where like, you don't have to actually worry about, in most cases, like some, obviously there's still some places in the world where like people still have to worry about those things. But like where I'm from, like in America, people yeah. usually don't have to worry about when's their next meal, like where they're sleeping tonight. But you still have that like in your head, like I have to worry about something. So now your worry becomes, oh, my job, I have to worry about this. Oh, now I have to go pick up my kids from this. I have to do this, I have to do that. So you still develop this almost like negativity over like a scarcity mindset. But at the same yeah. time, you actually don't have to be. But you're never like, I feel like we're not taught. And that's the biggest no. problem is we're not taught that to be happy. It should happy be taught because, in school. It should yes. be taught in school. We're taught well, by teachers it's... who are just as sad and who are just as <laughs> who are, who are just as Debbie Downer. Like, 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 dude, some of the teachers that I've had, they're the most negative fucking human beings I've ever met in my entire life. And, how, and I'm just yeah. wondering, how are you allowed to teach 30 fucking kids every single day, come in, teach them something, and then just, you know, just, just leave like that? But yeah, also, I, I'd say I feel it's... like you have to, like, be taught happiness. Like, you, yeah. you have to, like, act, like, when you think, like... In my head, when I think about it, like we're just a bunch of like chemicals. And like, if you're constantly being fed negativity, like you're eating shit all the time, like you're worried about this, you're worried about that, you're not taking you're care of your body. You're watching the news, you're fucking you're watching eating the news. shit food, you're, you're, you're slow, you're sleeping a lot. I mean, the, yeah, sleeping what a few nights. Yeah, it, it's like if you're just chemicals, then obviously you're gonna have a negative outlook on stuff. But you start taking care of those things. Now, I'm not saying that will make you happy. I'm just saying it's easier to That's now focus right on step. positives. Exactly. Well, That's but I will say right it's different for everyone, right? Like, mm. I would, you can't, like, teach it easily because being happy is something that comes differently to different people. And that's why it's so complicated and why after, like, a billion years of humans being alive, people have not figured it out. Like, you know, people but like then, you, like us, we figured out stuff that works for us, but there's no universal way to go about it. But then again, Absolutely. Salman. We're, but then again, Salman. We're not taught the the tactics or the techniques, or even we, we're not even giving priority to being happy in our day to day lives. How many times? That's how many times true. in a month do you wake up and think that I'm gonna be happy today, or I'm gonna focus on my happiness today? How, realistically, be honest here. How many times do we actually like, wake like, up and like every just Saturday? Focus on our happiness? Like every that's Saturday. Like, that's dude. Going like, like straight up, it's like today's a Saturday. I'm gonna just relax and be happy. Dude, that's that's a separate case. I'm talking about like if you're living for the weekends, that's that's your your shit is messed up in my opinion. That like, scares me. Oh. Yeah. I re I if remember. You're... I it's actually really funny. I was just talking about this with a friend yesterday. Hmm. Um, my freshman year in college, one of my friend, I was ups I was very upset. I don't even remember what yeah. I was upset about, but I remember him saying this to me, and it made me even more upset. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> he goes, Dante, yeah. like you're very upset right now, but just think about it, like. Think about how many people just work to the weekend and then they're happy on the weekend. And when he said that to me, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be upset weekend. during five days just to have two days of happiness. Like, exactly. I don't even want to be happy five days for two days of not being happy. I should be able to be happy every day. And sadness yeah. and like bad days will obviously come. But working towards the happiness should be an everyday thing. Like, it shouldn't just be this... Preach. Uh, Preach. Not everybody fucking thinks that. Not everybody thinks that way, Dante. Not everybody does, and if and it fucking blows my mind that people don't really like you know even approach the way uh, approach the, this topic the way we're approaching it. People don't even want to focus on it. People would rather yeah. put it on the back burner. People would people would rather like you know spend spend their weeks working and then think about like you know spending their weekends 
getting blackout drunk or doing yeah. other shit that is not really you know constructive at yeah the end of and, the day. and and um to your point earlier um everyone does have a different routine for happiness like what works like, for me and works for you is not going to work for everybody yeah. I think, but the building blocks to find happiness are very similar and the same, and we're not taught that. You, ha you have to go find this information now. And it, it's beautiful that we're living in a time with like the most abundant amount of information that we've ever had in human history, but we're at drowning. the same time, we're, we're, in, we're information. in the same amount of information oh, yeah. that we have. There's the same amount of misinformation. And now people are being like, taught one thing that actually might be more harmful than beneficial but like people can take advantage of one another through misinformation and that's really dangerous. Um, mm. And to someone that might be more ignorant to like what they're looking for, they might actually be taken advantage advantage of and that's really sad and disappointing. Um, mm. For sure. But at least we're in you a know, time now where you can find it if you know what you're looking for. One thing that like I've kind of started doing on that note is I've just like straight up stopped looking at the news. Something important happens, I will find out eventually. Right. You know, like, but nothing else matters enough that I, like, fret about it all day. Like, everything on your news site is, one, out that, of control. That's a very good start. And it's two, funny because... Oh, I'm sorry, keep going. Oh, no, I, you're good. I was just going to say, like, I have, like, I'm going to worry about my own life and being happy instead of, like, the sensationalized news. Exactly. Yeah, it, 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 absolutely. And it's funny because I'll talk to people and I'll be talking about current, like, topics and stuff like that. And a lot of people that know me know I don't watch the news, and they're like, "How do you know this if you don't watch news?" I'm like, "You eventually just hear about it. You, and find you come out. up, you come out with your own like two cents of what you think about it. Like, exactly. if I'm not being like every type of news source right now is biased in one way or another, but if I just am receiving the information and I think about it on my own, like." I don't need to listen to the news to know that exactly. type of stuff. It will come to me eventually. Exactly. Especially in today's day and age when everybody is connected. So you'll, you'll eventually hear about it. We're not living like 20 years. We're not living 20 years in the past where you don't have the internet, where you don't, where you don't have any other news outlets. You'll eventually hear about it, guys. You, you, yeah. you eventually will. Dante, I'm curious. Do you know who Charlie Rocket is? No, I don't believe so. I don't think uh, I do either. So Charlie Rocket, I just came across this guy a week ago. He is one of the most impressive personalities I've, I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Because this guy was able to, he was, so his story is that he was a 300, he was over 300 pounds. However, he was, he was in the music industry and he was a multimillionaire, $15 million, $20 million net worth. He was, he was handling all these big rappers and all that. And he left that life all just to achieve happiness. He left the money, he went to lose weight, and then he ran an Ironman a year later, going from 300 wow. pounds down to 150, 200 within a year. And then just, and then just running an Ironman and then actually completing it. And then actually, you know, leaving the music life, leaving the money, leaving everything all just for mental peace and happiness. And this guy, and this, and this guy made it on the cover of Nike. He's on being on Nike ads, he's been on the cover of Men's Health, all these different publications, all because he, cho he chose to prioritize one thing over another, and that is happiness, and that is the most important thing that he, he could have done. His name is Charlie Rocket? Charlie Rocket. And, I'm gonna have um, to look him up. Yeah, yeah, dude, do look him up. And he has a few, <laughs> he, he has very different, he has a very different outlook on life. He believes all your goals in life, they're already achieved. It's just that time hasn't caught up yet. So when you reframe your mind like that, when you reframe your mind like, it's easy, dude. 
I'll be a millionaire soon. Time just hasn't caught up yet. You start to fucking think like that. And then, you, and then when you start to think like that, your subcommunication, your body language changes. When your body language changes, your actions change. And then your actions reframe towards that actual goal. And then you actually end up achieving that down the line. Yeah. And even, and so, even if you don't end up achieving that very goal, you'll achieve something very close to it or something completely different. Yeah, absolutely. You won't end up in a bad place as long as you're exactly. happy along the journey and you know what goals you do have. If, you, if you're going towards goals, you won't end up in a bad place. Even if it might not be the goal originally planned for, you'll end up on having a good journey as long as you wake up every day and you try and, you're trying your best. Exactly, buddy. For sure. And also, and, and that, and that was just like impressive. Yeah, continue. Somewhere. So wait, do you happen to watch The Office for chance? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't watch so, it regularly, but I watched it a few years ago. Yeah, every, everyone's seen it. So this whole conversation, I love the mindset of Charlie Rocket. But what it really got me thinking about in the back of my head was there's one, the, the episode of The Office called Scott's Tots. <laughs> so Michael is a paper, he, he's like an assistant man. He's like a manager at a paper company, all right? He has a very average job, very little mobility, but he believes he's going to make it big in life. Like he just knows he's going to be a millionaire, right? So there's an episode where a bunch of kids from a high school who've all graduated come up to him and they're like, thank you so much, Michael, for supporting us. And everyone at the office is like, wait, what's going on? And apparently 10 years ago, Michael thought that he'd be a retired multimillionaire in 10 years. He was so confident about it that he went to a high to a school and he told a bunch of like inner city poor kids that, hey, if you guys make it to the end of college, the end of high school without dropping out or dying. I will pay college tuition for all of you guys. <laughs> and it was the most cringy episode. It's probably the worst yeah. episode of the show because there's like all these hopeful kids who have oh like dedicated God. their whole lives to bettering themselves in exchange for, you know, the fact college. that they've been promised that they'll be able to go to college. And Michael Scott's like, guys, I don't have like any money. I can't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was such a great episode. I mean, great in a way of like writing it, but watching it, I was like, oh my god, this is. I felt terrible. Terrible. Was, <laughs> Dude, Salman, Salman, one thing I noticed: how the fuck do you remember the name of that episode, bro? Dude, okay, I actually had a discussion about this episode like ten hours ago, so it was it's like fresh only, in my it's mind. It's the only Office episode name that I recognize, like for almost any show too, like. Most shows, I won't remember the name of episodes, but you say uh-huh. Scott's Tots, yeah, that episode it's, it's was very so prominent. cringe. I, it's like, I could never <laughs> erase that from my mind. Exactly. There's no getting away from it. Yeah, yeah. So um, your do, turn, bro. Do you guys uh, know who Naval Ravikant is? Nah. No, I don't think I do. Um, to go off your point from Charlie Rocket, um, he's, uh, he's the co-founder of Angel Co. Do you know what Angel Co. is? Nah, bro. Gotta explain Angel this shit to us. You gotta explain Angel this Co. is like um is a website for people that want to work for startups or startups to like post listings. Oh, oh yeah, Angel's for investors. List. Yeah, Angelist. Yeah, I, I've been on oh, that site a couple times. Angelist.co. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, he's the co-founder of that, and um, he's a he's a brilliant dude. He's one of my biggest inspirations in life. Um, and something fun like so like interesting that he says that like has stood out to me so much is like he's he was he grew up in the queens or bronx um from an immigrant family and he just studied in the library like 
all day after school, like his mom would pick him up because she worked like two, three jobs. So she'd come pick him up after school. So he was always very determined to create a successful life for himself ever since he was really young. And he created a very successful life for himself, but he wasn't happy and he knew he wasn't happy. And one of the things that he like preaches is like creating wealth for yourself will solve your money problems, but it won't solve your happiness problems. With that being said, being like poor or living in poverty can definitely make you upset. But at the same time, being rich cannot necessarily make you happy. Mm-hmm. And that, so that, that, that just, I don't know, talking about Charlie Rock and you think about that. And um, yeah. so now after his quest of like starting all these tech companies and he's a, a multi-billionaire, his new quest in life is like, is like meditation wow. and like uh, taking care of himself and like just being a happy dude. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that is a common theme. A lot, a lot of these people end, end up achieving their monetary goals very early on in life. And then they're like, fuck, I'm mentally fucked up and I don't feel sane. I don't feel happy. <laughs> they leave everything. They're like, fuck this shit. I'm off to fucking uh, Nepal or, or, or some shit like that. I, I'm, going, I'm going off to meditate and shit yeah. in, in the mountains. And yeah, that, and I, I just think that's so cool, man. Like to be able to leave the life, leave everything that you know. Like, I can't leave my fucking city, guys. Straight up, if I was to leave my fucking city for, for forever, that shit scares me. Imagine leaving Dude, everything scary. you know. Your money. I've, yeah, done, it, your I've done it twice so far. Not my money, You're, but, you know. Like, I've shipped cities twice, and it's crazy every time. It's like, what the yeah. hell am I going to do next week? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but do, you, yeah. do you guys meditate? Nah. Sometimes, Not actually. yet. It's been a Not long yet. time, though. I used to. Hi- highly recommend. I, I meditate after my run every day and it just, it makes the day so much easier to get through. Like whenever I go into work, I'm the most calm person every time, no matter what the problem's coming up, I'm the uh-huh. coolest cucumber in the room every time. <laughs> Rich. The, the way I look at it is like, you create two problems for yourself if like you're stressed out about like work issues a lot. Cause yeah, yeah. not only do you have the problem of whatever the issue is at hand, but now you have to deal with the stress on top of that. So if I can just mm. forget about the stress and like be calm, now I just have to like focus on the problem at hand. Focus on the problem. And then that's when you're most focused and that's when you can get rid of the problem ASAP. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So what, what meditation techniques do you recommend? Like, I, cause I don't know jack shit about meditation. I don't know anything about that word since you do it every day. Let us know. Yeah, my favorite, um, like, so I've always tried to figure out what worked best for me. Um, and at first it was just like sitting down breathing um, in through my nose and trying not to think about anything. But then I realized you can't, I can't stop thinking about stuff. Like, <laughs> I feel like saying like, sit down and stop thinking is like, uh, okay, how? <laughs> like, yeah, you're not yeah, teaching exactly. me how to do that. Um, yeah. So then I started listening to some monks and um, they said to like, just count your breaths. And eventually what will happen is your mind will start thinking about other things. But just every time you catch yourself thinking about something else, just go back to counting your breaths and just keep doing that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that was working for me. And I liked that a lot. And then when I really started to dive deep into meditation is I found um, this guy named Wim Hof. Uh, that W-I-M space. Iceman Hof. Space. Iceman Hof, baby. He's yeah. the man. Um, so I kind of com- that combined. That guy's insane. Um, His yeah, fucking philosophies are insane and the things that he's been able to do. Salman, do you know Iceman Hof? I do not know this man. Quickly, Dante, explain to him who exactly fucking Iceman Hoff is. Let, let, let's go. Iceman Hoff is uh, 
a monster. <laughs> he, he is uh, a monster. Hiked, he is, he's hiked Mount Everest uh, in shorts and boots and no nothing shirt. else. No, no shirt, shirt, nothing. He's ran um, a half marathon in like negative 40 degrees with no shoes on. Oh my um, god. Okay, no I've definitely heard of this man. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about now. He's he's crazy. I mean, not crazy in a good way. Um, yeah. He uh, and it was really funny too. Actually, my favorite one about him is they as scientists injected him with E. coli and he meditated his body to neutralize the E. coli infection. And that I was just like, oh, that, that's crazy. But like, that is, yeah, he's he so mentally powerful. How do you um, do that? How are you so mentally strong? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> Supposedly, he's <laughs> like, when he talks about it, he says he's pulling his uh, his body's third level of defense, which is like taking bone marrow, the stuff from your bone marrow to neutralize like infections and inflammation. Because he believes a lot of like the um, issues that we have in mental health is actually an inflammation issue. And when you think about it too, like a lot of the terrible foods a lot of people eat cause a lot of inflammation. And that makes sense into this. Um, yeah. Eat bad food, you don't feel good. Guys, next next episode of the podcast, Iceman Hoff. You heard it here first. Episode number. <laughs> we can't guarantee an episode number, but he'll be here soon. Iceman Hoff. Yeah, we're we're gunning you yeah, a couple hundred episodes from now. We'll get there. You know, it's easy. Time hasn't caught up yet. We'll get Iceman Hoff soon. Exactly. All right. It's in the future. It's there. Yeah, you yeah. just have to so hit that point up. in the timeline. It's already up. What I want to know now is, and this is probably going to be one of the last things we talk about, is that, you know, I, you're a man of a lot of passion, Dante. And Thank what you. I want to know is that I know you're still in college and you're getting your master's, your MBA, and your supply chain operations degree, but I know you also work with Taylor as a business partner. So how do you, like, you know, put your passion together with your, with your business and your work life? Yeah, it's it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, yeah, um, it's it's constant trying to figure out the balance, knowing that like the true balance is just something I make up in my head, and it's really just trying my best to like keep everything like level. Um, I actually started um, V Peril with um, Guhan. We mentioned mm-hmm. him earlier. Um, yeah, Guhan came to me with the idea. Guhan's a producer. Um, and he's also a photographer and he, he also studies at college with me. That's how I met him. And, um, two summers ago, he came to me. He's like, I know you like fashion. I know you, you're, you're all about like positivity and like health and well-being and stuff like that. Why don't we have like, why don't we just create something? Like, let's see what we can do. Um, let's, and let's try and do a clothing company. He goes, you know, clothing. I like your values of life. I know like photography and like design and Let's just see what we can make. So um, for Vparel, basically what we do is, well, first off, we, we realized that in the, Vparel is a streetwear company. Um, and we noticed in like the streetwear market that there's a lot of clothes that are low quality, but very high cost just for like the name. Um, so our, our first thing that we want to do is like, okay, we want to make high quality clothes um, in the streetwear while keeping it like a decent price. Like we wanted to keep it on like, not like a Walmart version because we want people to still feel like, okay, they buy our shirt. That's something special, but we didn't want it to be astronomically where like you had to have tons of money to buy our stuff. It was, it was more of a, okay, this is high quality for like a pretty decent price. Um, and then our next big thing was, all right, how are we going to make art like within this? Um, because a lot of like 
clothing companies, it's like they release really cool designs, and like that's awesome. Like I love wearing a cool T-shirt. Like I think this is cool shit. <laughs> like just something like that. Like I think it's cool. I'll wear it. Um, but we want to see like why don't people like when they come out with a collection like have like a central theme to it like like an album does like if you like one of my favorite artists is Kendrick Lamar and like every time he releases an album like the album has like a story behind it so that's what we wanted to do with our clothing company so like our first uh, collection was on distractions so like like we took pictures of like representations of what we thought distracted people like tv screens um like lust um uh paraphernalia like alcohol like and we took pictures of this and then like we just went over it with um editing tools and we got it printed up and we we're like cool <laughs> now how do we market it so yeah exactly um and then so like taylor he's a he's a social media monster so yeah. i was like dude like why don't you just come on board like i know you like fashion too i know you you know how to like tackle marketing really well like you're my boy, like, come on board. So then we grabbed yeah. Taylor and, um, and yeah, so that was our first collection. It went really well. We also only do, um, about 20, thank you. We only do 25 pieces per design and then we'll never make them again. So, um, uh, it becomes of one of those things kind of, yeah. So it's like, Oh, nice. I have like this from like this collection and, uh, make it like exclusive. Um, so Wait, I, and uh, how much uh, does like one shirt sell for then? Um, so for our first collection, our short sleeves sold for forty, and our long sleeves sold for sixty. That's um, good. But That's we're good. actually so. dropping it for our next collection to thirty-five and fifty-five. Um, right, nice. and, and, and a little insight for your viewers: our uh, our next collection is going to be on emotions, and we're actually going to write a thesis know. with it as well. Um, so I'll, I'll be uh, sending you guys those designs when they're out. Oh yeah, Perfect. for sure. Perfect. Awesome. And if and if you guys oh and um Dante, if you need help with design, I'm your fucking guy. If you need oh, yeah? help, oh yeah, this yeah. guy this guy runs a whole I'm design a company. Shebang. Yeah. Oh no way! I'll definitely yeah. be hitting yeah. you up. Then. Hell yeah! Buddy. Yeah. Hell yeah! We <laughs> That's that connection values. right there, baby. Yeah, yeah. There we you got, go. We we share the same values, and I and I appreciate that. And on that note, guys, we're done. Peace. Adios. Goodbye. Thank you so much. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.